With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Today we've got a really nice guest for the fight. Is right on the inside. Black Book Diaries. A man who's kind of just become really reclusive. Um, he was a very good pro. Not giving the juice for it. You know what I mean? But he was a man that he was WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. Um, former professional fighter, motivational speaker, and an all-round good guy. Oh, and by the way, his son is the WBC and Ring Magazine heavyweight champion of the world. Mr. John Fury. Nice to see you, Spence. What an introduction. Big bad John Fury. Great introduction, mate. I loved it. Made me feel somebody for a change. Thank you, Spencer. No, thank you, John. I've, I've, I've known you from, for, for many a year. We have, yeah. Right. When this wasn't grey. And, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like, yeah. for some strange reason, you've kind of gone off the radar. Usually, I usually I see you on loads of stuff and like I don't see you 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 just got reclusive what's happened why have you gone so silent John to be honest we uh I just think the public's had enough of me with my crap you know and I, you know it's just what it is I just feel that way now that I'm only gonna do stuff if I have to you know and um whatever I say and I don't say you seem to get stick for it anyway so there's no winning is there so you know what I'm giving the world especially the country a bit of peace from my big mouth for a change, you know. But listen, there's one thing in life. You can't make people like you. You can't make people listen to you. And that's just the way it is. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. And for me, I've just sort of like, I have, I've gone terrible recluse, to be honest. I don't come out of the house. Yeah? I've been like that now for about a year, you know. And uh, what, why, why is that, John? Why I just you... don't know. Maybe it's my mental health kicking in. I don't know, you know. Because at the end of the day, you just... I get things in my head being, I just think, you know what, I could just do with isolating myself for the next 10 years or something, you know what I'm saying? It's probably a prison thing as well, where you've been locked away in a room in a little small box for as long as I have, and you get time, and the more you're on your own, the more you want to be on your own, don't you? And I think that's just what it is. All my kids have grown up, you know, I don't socialise with them. We don't mix that much. It's just the way it is. I live a bit of a, 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 reclusive, a, a reclusive life, and it's only my own doing, you know, but... Uh, when I'm needed, I'm there. And when I'm not needed, I just hide away. I get me shepherds up and just chill out, listen to some classical music, read the Bible. You know, and that's all I can do in it in my time. I'm 58 years old next month. You know, I've had my life. I've had my day. So I just think, you know what, if I'm needed, I'm there. You know, but I've got a lot of time on my hands. So I study this game, boxing. I study what everybody says and everybody does. I've got no nothing better to do than look at it and watch it. And, you know, like I said, the reason why my lot's unbeaten because I'm like that, you know, because whether they want to hear it or not, I know my shit, but it's boxing, you know, yeah. and it's proved over the over the coming 
weeks, what's passed, and months that people, these so-called experts, don't know what they're talking about, do they? You know what I'm saying? Because everything I seem to think about and look at happens. I said he was accident waiting to happen, didn't I? I said, so he's going to be in the right time at the right place. Him, that Babbage, look what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what, you know, what did you, what, what, why did you come to that conclusion, John? Because you just got to look at form, haven't you? Look at form, past form, where they're going. It's like looking at racehorses, isn't it? Comparing them, you know, and this, that, and the other. Because I've done a lot with that kind of thing in my life as well. You know, I used to do a lot of trotting with my brother. My brother used to keep trotting ponies, and it was in our best interest to go do our inside and homework on the opposition. I saw it like with men in it. And when you look at styles, I thought the minute he meets somebody what's got a pair of nuts and got a fire back, he's in trouble. What happened? Because that was no more than a, a, a white collar fight, wasn't it? You know what I'm saying? There was no, there was no ability, Spencer. There was nothing. It was just a gong on and a fit. He had the biggest pair of nuts. And the other fellow had them, didn't he? Fair play to the Polak. Done his job. Well done, mate. It was entertainment, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I'm not saying wrong about Babbage, you know, because any man that walks up that ladder and gets in that ring is a man in my eyes. You know, they just, you just they get it all wrong, don't they? All these experts, so-called experts, believe in them, and they get it so wrong, don't they? And yes. I just, they just laugh at me. Because like I said that Tank could beat Garcia easily. He did. <laughs> what did yeah, what did you think of that fight on a weekend, Tank versus Garcia? One horse race. I knew it from the beginning. He, no, at, at, at that weight, I can't see anybody beating Tank Davis. Great Southpaw, Texas time, looks and everything. He's on it, mate. For my money, by far, the best in the world. There's no competition. Yeah. How, how do you think Tank Davis would do with Javante Davis? More, sorry, Javante. I'm, 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 how, do you think, how do you think Tank would do with Devin Haney? A good fight, but again, the Tank is going to come out on top. Because he yeah. just he creates his angles, he makes space, and you don't know he's doing it. He's so clever. He's making space, and he's taking you into a game, and you don't even know you're playing it. He's that good. You know, he's yeah. technically... What about, what about Shakur Stevenson? Shakur Stevenson just moved up to the division. Very, very technically gifted fighter. What do you think on that one? Yeah, well, again, they're all good fights. But I just think there's something special about that Tank Davis. I've always thought about it, you know. Um, if you're coming up a weight division to face him, you know, you're, you're down 2-1 before kickoff in my book. It'll be a great fight between him and Shakur Stevenson, probably the best yet. But I see Tank coming out the winner. Because okay. it's like, like what he does. You know, he, he don't get excited. He's looking for openings, he's making openings, and he's dragging you somewhere you've never been. You know, for my money, he's a breath of fresh air in the, in the job, to be honest. And I see... Hey, I, thought, I thought that fight was a breath of fresh air, simply for the simple fact that you had two young prospects, 128, 124, prepared to go in the ring with each other. Unlike what we're seeing, like... With, yeah, we're seeing, like, with Terence Crawford uh, and Errol Spence Jr., who I think both are fantastic fighters and the yeah. fight has happened. Who do you think would win that fight, John? With who? Errol Smith and Terence Crawford. Again, it's a 50 50, isn't it? It's a good 50, fight. 50. It is a very good fight. I'm going Crawford. Yeah? On a split. Okay. There's between them, but I like Crawford as well. He's very, Crawford's very, very talented. 
Well, like listen, great fighters, well, all of them. Elite going back to your career, John. Pardon? Like, you know, like, and I've heard you say so many times, like, you wouldn't have done nothing different and all the rest of it, right? But do, do you think, like, if you were fighting today with the things that you know now, your career would have been totally different? Because you, you had a winning record. You know what I mean? You only lost four times. How do you think things would have gone now if you would have been fighting today? The thing is, today there's more opportunities, aren't they? There's more money. You know, I couldn't even get a £100 a week sponsorship back then. Nobody wanted it. You know, I couldn't even get any proper food sponsored. Nothing. I was just going to work, doing my thing. There was nothing for a professional boxer in them days unless she was a big name, you know. No one was interested in, in some gypsy from nowhere, you know, what didn't have anybody behind him, you know. I just went with my bag, and half the time I just went with a trainer, paid him 30 quid for his trouble, and that was it, you know. And who wants to, who wants to get behind people like that? You know, and I fought Enrique one day, and I, I didn't do any training at all for that. It took him three rounds to get me out of there, though. And you know, look, look what he did, doubly bill champ in the world. You know, they're coming out of training camps on the best of everything, paid sparring partners. I was coming out of my lorry after a day's work, and putting my hands up with anybody, the best in the world, you know what I'm saying? And I thought to myself, you know what? It's an hard way to make a living, but I need money. It's a little bit of a top-up on a weekend, even though it was only a couple of hundred quid. Back then, it meant a big difference to me. It meant it, uh, the kids could eat that bit better that weekend, you know. Mm. And that's all it was. Because I come from nothing. I had nothing, come from nothing. And I just thought, I need to try and better myself the best way I can. And I thought, if I can get in the box, and Tommy said, I can get you a load of fights. I can get you a fight every week. But when you when you keep winning, then you only want to employ a loser. I was, they used to say, oh, nah, he's in, I was in New Needs In Club. They said, nah, he'll upset a prospecting. You know, we don't know what's going to come. If you get him fit, him, he can cause a problem. But half the time, they never weren't fit, you know. But when I did get fit, I beat them, beat them with ease, you know, because I took time out to train, like the Italian heavyweight champion. I took him at three days' notice and whooped his ass over 10 rounds. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I was fit. I'd lost three stone in weight. I was down to about 15 stone six in my life. I could have fought anybody. I could have boxed 20 rounds and I got the win. And all, but the people, they just want to show the shit where you've just turned up with your bag and you get, you get knocked out or something. You know what I'm saying? What about all the eight fights I won? Why don't they show some of them? You know? But, you know, unfortunately, this is just the way of the world, um, John. Yeah, man. But the, the, we're living in a negative society. They're all forgetting those, Spencer. I beat the man who beat the man who beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> Jerry McBride knocked Mike Tyson out, yeah? Didn't he? Yeah. Big Irish kid. Well, Michael yeah. Murray knocked Jerry McBride out. What happened to Michael Murray? I knocked Michael you, Murray You beat him out. twice. You beat, beat him twice. You beat him twice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So where, on me day when I felt like it and I wasn't tired, I could put up a good fight with anybody. But after that, I was too tired from a day's work, you know what I'm saying? And... Uh, the missus saying to me, oh, we need that money. I said, do you know what? I'm not going to fight tonight. I'm too tired. Get mm. and fight. You need the money. We need the money. So I'd, I'd get my bag and I'd go and do the business. You know, and I'd, you know what? <sighs> my phone just stopped ringing. I beat the Welsh heavyweight, the Welsh cruiserweight champion out in the Blackstock. You know, you know, there's loads of people what have beat good people I beat. But nobody mentions that. And I'd done it on my own back with nothing, no food, no proper training, nothing. And the only man I ever tried to look after me a little bit was Franny Hans in Liverpool. You know, but I went there far too late and I had about three fights with him and nearly upset the world. 
but all of a sudden my phone stopped ringing. I wouldn't fight for two years. All of a sudden you get a phone call out of the blue offering you a few hundred quid. And I thought, well, I'm a fighting man. Let's get it on. I thought I'd get beat up Friday night in the pub for nothing. So I might as well get my bag and go. But they don't see that part of it, do they? People make opinions and comments thinking I was a full-time pro. I had a dietitian, I had a strength and condition, I had all the sparring in the world. I had nothing. No sparring out. Little bits here and there would have felt like going on a Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying? Because Do you think in- like you've got retribution off of the back of it now because yeah. of how your son is now the heavyweight champion of the world and how well Tommy Fury is doing right now? Yeah, of course. At the end of the day, I've had time to mess with him, you see. And I would talk, not so much Tyson, because, you know, Tyson, with him, he likes different people around him. He's got of them different people telling him how great he is, you know. But they don't get that off the father, do they? You know, because I'll tell them straight, if it's not working, I'm going to say it's not working. And sometimes the truth hurts, don't it? Mm. And in Tyson's case, he don't like the truth. <laughs> but in my case, I'm going to tell it anyway, because it's my son, and it's for his best interest. You know, maybe one day they'll smell the coffee. That's why Tommy now is a multi-millionaire. You know, he's done things, he's unbeaten. It's because of me, no one else, my guidance. I said, when you stop listening to this man who's got 200 years of knowledge and know this crook game inside and out, you'll go off the rails. Because I'm free of charge, me, I don't take any money. I don't want any money. Because money ain't me thing, because I'll tell you why. I see it in everybody. If there's not a dollar in it, you don't want to know. It's all about the money and they'll put them in where they shouldn't be put in just to get paid, just to get that 10%. Because the 10% means more to them than the fighter, Spencer. You know you've been a fighter. Come on. Yeah, they'll sell you out, pal, for their 10%. Don't worry about that, but John Fury won't. Like Tyson, you know, there's many things I've not liked he's done in his lifetime. I've told him straight, that's not right, that's not correct. You know, but at the end of the day, he knows who's got his back. He knows that I'm the one who will speak your utmost truth to him. You know, all the sugar hills, everybody out there, they're all 10% men, I call them. They're all after the 10% of what it is. They're going to say, I don't think you can do this, I don't think you can do that. It's a business, you can't blame them. They're thinking of their own ends and they want to get a living, don't they? Fair play. But it's up to you to have enough brains to see through that. And say, hang on, yeah, okay. You know, you don't move them out of that job. You don't make a friend of them. You don't do this one and that one and get close to them because they can't do the job. Because then they're not going to tell you the truth, are they? You know what I'm saying? Because they're Very thinking, true. frightened of getting sacked. That's the problem. But with me, if I'm not comfortable with it, I'm saying it. There's many times we look rough in the gym and I've said, tell you what, that's not too good today, mate. What do you mean? I said, I've told you. Need to improve. And that's just the way it is. A bit of truth. But they don't listen to their dad, do they? Nobody does, do they? And I think to myself, you know, at the end of the day, if I'd have listened to my father when I was younger, I'd have done no jail. I've had, I would have had no criminal record. I'd have been more respected. I'd have been a nicer person. Because he used to say to me, bulls in China shops do a lot of damage. And you're about to do a lot of damage to yourself. And I think, yeah, let me dad know. <laughs> Mr. Charlie Big Bollocks like me thinking I know everything. Bump up what happened to me. Life is a total mess. <laughs> Crashed everywhere I went to. Everything I did went wrong. That was just my life, you know what I'm saying? But it wouldn't have done if I took advice off my father because he loved me. Where mm. the rest of the world never. You know, and you've got to listen to people what's right with you, haven't you? You know what I'm saying? But apart from that, who listens? No one. That's why I'm like I am today. I've exhausted my job. You know, and I say to myself, you know what? 
you're doing a lot of talking, you're trying to enlighten people to life and the way the job is, it falls on deaf ears, you know, because today you need a big car for, to be accepted. You need to be big house to be accepted. You need to find clothes to plastic friends. You know, and I've always said, you don't need none of that. People say to me, why do you run around old car? Because the cars I run around with a 30-year-old and 25-year-old, that's what I do. But I said, I don't need them. I'm not out to impress anybody. I don't need to impress anybody. I said, I'm six foot three, I'm 20 stone, I can fight for fun. I'm my own man. I've got a decent-sized dick. <laughs> I can shag for, it, shag for an hour in the morning, shag for an hour at night, seven days a week. I'm my own man, hands up, can do whatever I want to do. Why do I need to press, impress anybody with that resume? <laughs> I'm sorry for being a bit like that on your thing. Yeah, don't worry about that, mate. Don't worry about that. It's the oh. truth. John Fury will say it as it is. Exactly. And that's why I got time of day for you for saying it as it is. Right. Yeah, there's, yeah. Been a, there's been a lot of guys who have come up at the time of when your son came up. I remember um, when David Price and your son, you were, they were due to fight. And they, <laughs> and they did, I know, I just remember that when they were due to fight because there's something similar going on right now with um, Fabio Woodley, who's a British heavyweight champion. Yeah, Fabio like Woodley it. and Fraser Clark yeah. because they're due to fight. Who do you think would win that fight, John? Again, Fraser Clark is getting better with every fight, but I think Fraser Clark needs more time. He needs a bit more time because I know he's getting on a bit. He's turned pro late. He's 32. Yeah. You know, but I just think he needs a bit more time few more eight-rounders were with a bit stiffer opposition. He had a very good win last time. That was very impressive. But Fabio Wardley, to me, he's got a dangerous right-hand punch and nobody sees it. They don't think he's got the power he's got. But I've seen something in him a lot of years ago when we had him sparring down in uh, Rick Atten's gym with Tyson. Okay. Said, you know what? This kid is meant to have done nothing, but he acquitted himself very well. You know, and he had power. And I thought to myself, you know, well, that kid will do something in the future. You know, and he hasn't done any. And he used to be a white collar fighter, didn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, just, I just think, you know, at the end of the day, that would be a better fight for both boys down the track somewhere. I think it's too early for both of them. Because okay. at the end of the day, they both need more experience. You know, he needs to defend his British title a couple of times, Fabio. The other one needs more experience. That would be a great fight, Nick. I don't know, maybe 18 months' time, two years. But who am I? You know, but that's just to get the best out of them. On the entertainment side, for the fans, you've got to, um, you've got to say it's going to be a great matchup. But if I was looking after both men, they wouldn't be meeting yet, though. Okay, okay. Well, talking about meeting guys and guys not meeting, we got to go to there's the rumors of this heavyweight tournament in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, your son versus Usyk. Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder. Um, can you see that tournament actually happening? Not without Tyson, no. No, definitely not. And to be honest with you, Tyson's in a position now where, again, he's using his wit and his brains, what he's been bred with. You know, this is a golden opportunity for Tyson. He's at the pinnacle of his game now. It's never going to get any better for Tyson. So what you do, make it count. Get as much money out of it as you possibly can. 
and that's what he aims to do. You know, let's just, they're going to have to have a very fat checkbook, but Tyson will fight. He'll fight them all one after the other, but they've got to pay for that privilege. They've got to pay for it. You know, and like, and I must say again, I'm tired of saying it. Tyson never pulled out from man in his life. So never. what happened with the Usyk negotiations? What happened with him? You, Usyk never wanted to fight Tyson. He wanted to make a big man of himself, say stuff thinking Tyson won't take it on. The Furies fear no one, but this is a business. And all, the, and all Tyson was trying to do is make as much out of it as he could. And he wasn't being greedy either, because that's all he is worth, 30%. Because let me tell you something. You can put all them men in a line, put them in a bag, shake them up, pick one out, they see whoever you like, they're all on the same level. Tyson will beat them all, every one of them. Deontay Wilder is the dangerousest man out there. I can't stand the man. I did him with a piece of three by two, I'd look at him. But I've got to say, he knocks them other three, them other two cold out. He does. They don't stand a chance of Usyk. He'd knock Usyk up in the air like a kite, you know, and he'd, he'd do the same to AJ. You know, and at the end of the day, in that tournament, the only people you're going to see fight is if it wasn't the way they want to pick it. Because what they want to do, I think they want to match Joshua with, the, with Deontay Wilder, Yusek with yep. Tyson. You know, <laughs> there's only two men going to be fighting again, aren't there? And that's him and Wilder. And I won't want to see that again because I've seen it three times already. But that's what's happening in Saudi. It'll be Deontay Wilder and Tyson in the final because. Them two's out there on, the own, on their own because if Deontay Wilder couldn't punch, he wouldn't be worth a fish supper because he can't box for shit. But he can hit the side of that wall and knock a hole in it. And you've always got to fear that power because if he connects on you, you're going. And it's only the Gypsy King can take that power, as he's proved in the past. And Usyk is just some little overrated cruiserweight. And Tyson won't bother about him. And the, Tyson was offered him his ever biggest payday to fight at Wembley. His biggest payday by far. But what happened? He got tempted by the Saudi money. What they thought, they thought would turn all the blame on Tyson and the Furies. But what they done was opt for the Saudi money. You know, because whatever he was making, he was making a fortune. It was in the millions. And they're uh, well into the millions. But all of a sudden, the Saudis come with this trough full of dollars. 40, 50 million, 70 million. They're in it for the money. The prize fighters. And they thought, you know what, I'd rather get beat for 50 million than get beat for whatever he was getting in Britain, which was a nice payday, but it was nowhere near Saudi money. And that's what they've done. They've opted to wait till December. The Gypsy King won't wait till December. The Gypsy King will be fighting shortly this summer. There's talk about your son fighting um, Andy Ruiz. Is, is there any truth in that? Or that's the talk? Unless you hear Tyson Fury come out with it. Don't believe a word. Don't mm. believe a word. Unless you hear him say it. He is in charge of the heavyweight division. No one else is out there. He stands alone. So why should he waste his chance? He wants the money. The promoters don't. He, 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 wants, he wants everybody to get paid, but he wants the most because he deserves the most. And that's what I'm telling him to do. Get as much out of as he can. He can beat you, Sec. With one hand. With one hand. And I will stick my neck out and say that in any company. Tyson, the Gypsy King, is the best heavyweight in the world by a country mile. There's no one out there yet to even come close. If there was, I'd mention him. 
You've got the young kid, the only one I can think of now. He'll be ta- he'll be champion when Tyson's gone. His name's Gerard Anderson. I've watched him. I watched him spar Tyson. Watched him fight. He's the next big thing on the block. You know, everybody been saying. I know. I know Gerald Anderson's manager, yeah. Jay Prince, very well. Yeah, he's, right. he's only a kid, ain't he? Six foot four, sixteen and a half stone, getting better every time. Yeah, he and your a- your agent Spencer Brown of yeah. Gold Star. So I got a big up Gold Star. He was telling me just how he was saying Gerald Anderson is going to take over the division once Tyson Fury's gone. He will. He will because he's fluent. You know, he's got a boxing brain. He's got skill. He's quick. You know, and the kid's got bollocks. He's got balls to burn, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you need. And when you compare him to what we've got here, our up-and-comers, well, you can see there's a country mile in golf, a class. You know, that's just my opinion. No one else's. And for what it's worth, <laughs> a bottle of goat should I expect in Britain. You know, at the end of the day, I'm all here to say what I say. I don't care who I offend, who I please. If people don't like me, don't even listen to me. And if they want to disrespect me, Call me an idiot, power to them, because they're probably right. <laughs> so, John, so are you trying to tell me that we're not going to see this heavyweight tournament in December? They've got to come up with a massive checkbook. But at the end of the day, we've not seen any. We've not seen any proper sound negotiations. We've not spoke to nobody. You know, and I know the Saudis well. I was out there with them, Prince Khalid, you know, and... Uh, Oh, school challenge. Good guy. Nice guy. They're all good people. You know, I got on really well with them. They treat us really well. Great country. I'd love to come back there. But we need to see some concrete evidence of money. You know, and at the end of the day, until that's done, we're going nowhere. We're not going to talk. We're not going to participate in any talks. We're not getting involved in nothing. Unless there's green. So if you had a message for Prince Khalid and Amir, because Amir does... Yeah. He won most of school challenge. What would you have to say to them, John? Let's talk Turkey. Cut the bullshit. We know all about what we've got to do. We've got you talk to us about some proper money, put some money up front so we know we're not wasting our time and we'll be there. We'll tear up and fight like we did with Tommy. Had the same thing with Tommy. He all said, Oh, we're not going to go. We're not going to do this. The money got put in escrow, was on the next plane and thought, We're fighting people. We'll fight anybody. You know what I'm saying? And for the right price, he'll fight Joshua Usyk together on the same night, Tyson Fury. That's how good he is, mate. I'm watching him every day in the gym. He's mustard. Fucking mustard. What would your son do to Anthony Joshua? On that last performance? What did you think of that last performance, to tell you the truth, John? To be honest, some truth with you, he's not improving, is he? It's no different to his last performance. Because I know these people seem to be doing well, these 10%, and that's what I call them. The 10% guys aren't, but have they actually improved him? Nah, he should have got Jermaine Franklin out of there. Jermaine Franklin's a tough kid, he's awkward, but he can't punch. He couldn't punch for shit. So what he should have done is walk straight to him, bullied him and battered him and stopped him. Where is it? Where's that fire? Where's that bollocks to bite down in your gum? She was right, you can't punch for shit. I'm just going to walk straight through and batter you. From a man six foot six and chiseled out of granite. They've got to find that devil in his work. and He's not got it because they can't find it. And he's got it. I think AJ could win the world title again with the right, right kind of work. He's got to have, he's, you've got to work on AJ's mind, not his ability and his, on, his, on his size or his, whatever he does. His head's gone. You've got to work on his mind to train his mind to destroy the opposition. 
uses six foot six, 18 and a half stone battering ram body, fists like concrete to push them through people and have the confidence to know when I hit you, mate, I'm doing you damage. I'm going to go a two-phased attack at you, three-phased attack if need be. I'm going to hit you with everything but the kitchen sink. You know, the referee will be sweating cobs, but you're hitting the floor, mate. It's not rocket science for the man like that. He's got everything. He's just not bringing it out of him. The people ain't bringing it out of him. You've got to have that rage in AJ. Without rage, you're not going to do any good, are you? Tyson's got that rage. Tyson will bite down on his gunshield and think, fuck you. I'm tearing your fucking head off when he's in that ring. And that's what you need. It's in so, you. Do you feel that AJ had that rage before and it's gone? Yes. Or... He had it. He had it. But, you know, since... Let me tell you something. When you suffer a shock defeat, like he did again mm. Andy Ruiz, that was a lack of brains on, Eddie, uh, on, on his, his team's part. They believed in he could do more than what he actually could. They all believed in what he created himself. You know, but he didn't look deep into the fighter. And when you look deep into AJ, I could see a million cracks in him even earlier on. Again, I thought anybody that stands up to nits him back and pushes him back, he's going to have a problem. And that's what he did have, because they never trained for that, did they? If you've got a train for the unexpected in this game. You've got a train for the unexpected. Because if you think you're, you're going to go in there, it's going to be a foregone conclusion. That's when you're going to end up going back to the corner as sick as a parrot. You go in there and you've got to think, hang on, this could be it. You've got to have that fear in your belly like, you get, yeah, I'm not losing this. I'm not underestimating no one. They underestimated it and got it all wrong because they don't know what they're doing. They claim to. They're good talkers. They're on these internets burning them down. And they, 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 they're good at, what can I say, getting the public to believe that they're better at the job than what they are. If AJ would have had me, he'd have been unbeaten now. I'm still the heavyweight champion of the world because I've done my job thoroughly. Because I, I, I know my fighter. I know what he can do and what he can't do to the last percent of his body. I'd say, no, that could be a bit tricky for him. No, that could be a bit tricky for him. No, we don't need that. We're heavyweight champion of the world. We'll go this way. We'll go that way. Twist and turn, twist and turn. Be clever. You've got to be clever in your man. Or else he gets beat, don't he? Mm. And that's why Tyson now, he is where he is. And the only mistakes he's made is through other fucking people what don't know the job. You know what I'm saying? You know, but Tyson says he's that good. He can weather a mistake or two. Because he's that good. He's a special... How did your your son become that good, though, um, John? How did he become that good? Years of knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Knowledge is key. You know, and I, you know, I used to say to him, I don't care if you're boxing a man with pigeon toes, hump on his back, and can't throw a straight punch. If he's 18 stone, be careful of him. Because he can hurt you. You've got to take everybody like you're fighting the best in the world on that day and train for them properly. You need the right kind of sparring, the right kind of people around them. You know, and do your own work on your people properly. I know now, without a shadow of doubt, the current crop of heavyweights today are no good to Tyson. Usek, AJ, 
forget Wilder, he's already been beat to death. Who else is there? There is nobody else. There is no one else. You know, even, even Joe Joyce. What the hell was that about? Whoever picked Zang for him? Whose Andy work was that one? <laughs> this is what I'm saying to you. They need to check up here. Daft as brushes, don't know the job. They don't know shit from clay. You know, I'd look at Joe Joyce, and here's what I'd have said about Joe Joyce. Lovely guy. Lovely family. Got a lot of respect for him. But if you've got a man as easy to it as Joe Joyce, you wouldn't go and pick a six-foot-six southpaw, 20 stone, would you? What's just come off a cracking fight with Erkovic? Who can fight? Erkovic is no mug. He ain't no mug, and I thought he beat Erkovic then. There you go. There you go. So why the hell would you have that for a man who's easy to hit? As Joe, what they've done, they got wrapped up in the hype train again. He could take anything, walk through anything. They was looking at his performance over Joe Parker, you know, and Joe, you know, no disrespect, no disrespect to him, but on his last performance, he's coming to the end of his career, isn't he? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, assess the job properly. And that's what we're not doing because it's all to do with that little percent called money. And they'll fucking sell them down the road for it. And that's why they're all beat. <laughs> does it make sense what I'm saying though? It totally does, John. It totally does. Um, lastly, to, 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 to wrap this up, um, what do you think the future holds for both of your sons? Tommy first. And then I'll move on to Tyson. They, um, I'll be honest with you. Tommy, he'll always do well because he's the best listener on the planet. I say to Tommy, what you do when it's not business is up to you. But do everything right. And if you're not sure, ask. And that's what he does. He leaves everything to me. He said to me the other day, he said, Dad, he said, I want to thank you very much. Because you took me from nowhere to a superstar and a millionaire. He said, it's only me and you done it. Me and him's done it on our own with no help from no one. Yeah, I've had little bits of help in the gym, like people helping out with the bits of sparring and this, that, and the other, you know, and other bits. And I thank him very much for that. But Tommy's a world-class listener and he don't do hangers on either. And I will not have the hangers on. Because the mangas on will be the downfall of you, especially a young fighter. I said, listen, you're 23 years old. Watch people don't get in your head. They'll tell you this. They'll tell you the moon's made of chocolate, but it's not. They'll promise you the world and deliver nothing. You stick with me and do as I tell you. I will make you a superstar. And when all this YouTube boxing's out the way, we'll concentrate on the conventional boxing and you watch how many titles Tommy picks up. Tommy's going to be one to watch because he's the best listener and he don't let people get in his head. There's been plenty of people approach Tommy and try to get in Tommy's head. You can imagine, can't you? But you know yeah, what he does? That. You know what he does? You okay, Dad? What do you think about this? <laughs> don't even go there. Forget them. Forget them. Do your thing. Be nice to everybody. Say what's right. Do what's right. And the world's your oyster. It's when you let other people get in your head and mucky, mucky, murky your water so you can't think straight. You know, and today, I'm a man on trust. Trust. 
on today there's no trust about because where there's money you can't trust the living soul excuse me sorry about that Spencer no problem sir and lastly what do you think the future holds for your son Tyson Fury Tyson will be champion when he's 40 year old he's going to battle all his pretenders in the near future you see Usek first up because we've got to get Usek for them trying to be clever because he wasn't clever it was just that other people around Tyson can't do the job properly mm. you know saying? so at the end of the day I'm saying this much the proof in the pudding's eating it when Tyson finally meets these people wherever they may be he'll wipe the floor with them and he's going to take on a load of newcomers and Tyson will still be there when he's 40 because that's all he does. It's all he knows. It's all he wants to do. And he's so frigging good. I know the people hates him. The world hates him and this, that and the other. All the people say this. All the people say that. But there's one thing you can't say. That he's not a bad fighter. He's, a, he's an exceptional, brilliant fighter. And he will smash him into oblivion. And that little fella, that little Ukrainian, I watched him. I've studied him, mate, like... Well, you couldn't study anybody anymore. And you know my opinion? He's a little friggin' hype job. On a, on a half mass AJ, you couldn't do anything with him. If he was as brilliant as people are saying he is, he'd have got rid of AJ. He'd have knocked AJ out because AJ's not performing. AJ's not been performing for a while. So do I believe in little sex hype job, little middleweight? No. And you're only going to believe that when the Gypsy King gets him and stops him. And he'll stop him easier than a lot of people think he will. See his little trickiness and all this little thing he does. He don't do it well. And I'll tell you what you've got to observe. Look at his face after the 12 rounds with AJ. He was smashed to bits. He didn't miss that many, did he? Very good. He didn't miss that many shots, did he? For a little, a man what's so good at boxing. He's so good at doing this, so good at doing that. Look at his face. Tells a big story. One picture says a thousand words. And he knew he'd been in a fight. And I'll tell you what, he don't like the big guns either. He don't like the heavyweight power. And I know it. Usyk, you can fool a lot of people, you and your team. Oh, and by the way, you've got a good team. They're very, very clever. And at TF Fair Play, stick with them. They're getting you where you need to be. But the Fury, especially this Fury, is too clever. I'm on it. I've seen it. I've been there before. But what I will say, let's get this on. Let's get it on. Forget about all that pie in the sky. In Saudi in December, <laughs> you know, this fight should have been happening in April. Should have been happening next week on the 29th. Not our fault. Them because up for bigger money. They went for the bigger money. What's only been promised. It was a guarantee at Wembley. It was guaranteed money. Millions. This is pie in the sky. It happens. A beard in the hand is worth 10 in a frigging bush. Isn't it? Very true. You know what I'm saying? Tyson will beat them all. And if I'm wrong, you can call me even worse than you're calling me now. But do I give a damn? No way. No way. Because I believe my son will be champion when he's 40 years old and nobody out going to touch him. You know? And poor old AJ, stop giving the kid stick. You know, it was up his wrong some 20 mile on the way up. Support your man. Support your man. You know, because we're all British people. He's a fellow heavyweight. 
like all his other heavyweights in the UK. Good luck to him. There's a few little stars, rising stars, this, that, and the other. I support them all. They need all the support and the attention you can give them. It makes them better fighters. You don't put the boot in when they're down, do you? You know, he's come off a win with Jermaine Franklin. Good luck to him. Can he get better? Of course he can, but he just needs to work. And they're, they're digging in the wrong places with him. I'm trying to enlighten them, even on this video here, but whether they're clever enough to uh, <laughs> to see is up to them, isn't it? <laughs> you, you never know, because we'll, we'll, this will be going out, and no doubt they'll be watching this. No doubt. Let me tell you, AJ needs to be worked on mentally, you know, because I'm not after a job off him, because I couldn't do it, and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't mess with nobody else in this world, only my own sons, and that's period. But what I will say is... Because he's British, and I know there's more left in his tank, wake the fuck up and, and recognise the obvious problem with the kid and work on it. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, a bit of info there, free of charge for him. Because I wish them all well. And I want them to do well because I deserve it. And like I said to you before, you supported him then, support him now. Because if you're in a relationship with your missus, and you love her when she's well, and all of a sudden she texts bad and she's not well. What do you want to do? Get a divorce and leave her? Because she's not well. <laughs> it's the same shit, isn't it? Am I right? Absolutely. Support your people, the British, and I support everybody. And I'm just a bum. I mean nothing to nobody. You know, at the end of the day, I'm just speaking what I feel to be right. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, Spence, because I like you. You know, I phoned you up on a day. You lost your poor old mother because I'm a respectful man. Well, John, you phoned me, me up before then as well because you spoke to her when she was in hospital as well and I've got a lot of time for you, John. I've got a lot of time. Let, let me tell you something. I mean nobody in the army, but I only speak what I feel is right and I'm not a knowledge box. Mainly with me, it's common sense, isn't it? Yeah. I've, I've got more time on my hands, more time on my hands than the average man is where they go wrong. They bike off more than they can chew. Their lives are too busy and they don't see the wood for the trees. So therefore they miss stuff. With me, I don't miss nothing because I'm a recluse and I've got no better to do than analyse these jobs. But listen, I can only somebody like, I love my children. You're not going to tell them bad, are you? They can rely on what I say. You know, all them public, I'm going to say this last time, I'll end the video on this. All them what think that these crop of heavyweights can come anywhere near Tyson. Think again. Think again. Because <laughs> he's got what they ain't got. And what's that done? He can adjust to anything, any situation. And the main thing is he believes in his own balls. He believes in his balls. Do you know what I mean, Spencer, by that? Yep. He believes in himself. He believes it. When he gets in that ring, nobody's beaten Tyson Fury. When he goes down from thunderous shots, cannonball shots, he thinks, okay, I'm alive. Let's get up and bring it. Let's kill me stone dead. That's what you've got to do in his mind. Kill me or else I'm still going to be in your face. And he proves it every time. That's why he's elite and the best in the world. Where does that come from, John? As a kid, you tell them how great they are. As soon as they can open their eyes, if you're in the fight game and you've got sons and you think they can do a bit, you say, you're going to be a world beater, son. You're going to do this, you're going to be do that. They're only men. 
Only men like you, and it's your job to overcome these men. You can overcome these men. You've got the ability, you've got the size, you've got the brains, you've got the knowledge, you've got the backing. You've got the love of your father, you've got the love of your mother, you've got the love of your whole family, and we will not let you down. We'll guide you to the top, and you can do this. You tell a kid he can do it from being an early age, and you've got one hell of a cookie times 18-year-old. Because Tyson's not a mountain of amateur experience. I used to tell him you can beat these men, and he'd be fighting men when he was 15 or 30 year old. And guess what? He's beating them. You know what I'm saying? He even had David Price down going back to me. Fort Pricey when he was 18, Pricey was 25 on a Commonwealth gold medalist. And Tyson only had six amateur bouts, put him down and got stuck into him. Mm. It's mind over matter with everything, Spencer. It's like, it's like. You've got to admire some of these people what's terminally ill. I know people what's overcome terminal illness through power of the mind. I'm not going to be beat. I had a cousin. I had a cousin one time, and he got cancer when he was 30-year-old. He refused to lay down to it. He got to 60 and died of a heart attack through drink. <laughs> that was his mind. He wouldn't let nothing beat him. You know what I'm saying? My own brother. He looked up and said, I said, you know what, Jim? I'd leave that beer alone for a bit if I was you. I said, and eat what's right and do a bit of exercise. I said, John, brother, if I can't do as I want to do and live my life and make myself happy, I don't want to be here anyway. You know what he'd done? Tipped his glass, let's have another. Well, it did kill him, but he died happy because he'd done what he wanted to do. It's like me now. If I, I lose four stone, I can do I can say, okay, then <laughs> I'm not eating no more cakes. I'm having no more drink. I'm not having anything. I'll lose the four stone. But do I want to? No. <laughs> no, I enjoy my food. I don't do nothing else. So it's mind over matter. What I'm trying to say to you, if you convince yourself you can do something, especially when you've got ability, you're six foot nine, you're 20 stone, you can run like a deer. Why can't you fight? It's up to you then. It's up to you. When you tell a kid from a little kid, parental guidance and support goes a long, long way. And some of these people, I feel sorry for them, they've probably not had that. They've probably not had a father like me, which is terrible. Because I do believe if you're, you bring children into the world, it's your job to be there for them. You know, whatever you do, whatever you don't do. You know, you can fall out with your missus, you can do what you want to do on that score, but you've got to support and guide and love those children and tell them that they can move mountains. 100%. John Fury, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. <laughs> Where's your next gig for Gold Star? Because I know you're doing a lot with Gold Star now. Yeah, he's all right. Spencer. He's a good guy. Him and, him and James Ward, you know, I owe my yeah, life. Yeah, all these good people. So Spencer yeah, Brown. Ones, again, they've had belief in the nobody like me, though, haven't they? You know, you've got to give them credit. Like Spencer, Wardy, you know, who, who wants to know nobody like me? But they've said, okay, you know, let's do something. And, you know, I'll leave it all to them. You know, a lot of people... They say to me, do this and do that. I won't do it. I won't do it because I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the money. I'm not interested in nothing because I can still eat. I can still drink. I can still sleep. I'm in good health, thank God. You know, and uh, I've got two amazing sons. I've got four other amazing sons. What's done well in their own field. I'm flying. I'm flying, bud. And thank God for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
John Fury, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure to have you on The Fight Is Right. Take care, my friend, and God bless. You take care, Spencer, and all the very best, and good luck with your station. Listen Thank to this you. man. This man, Spencer, he is the man. Theron is the man. Listen Thank to him. God bless Stop you, man. Take care, God bless. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.